This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Oh, yes, indeed. Hour number two. Just let that Curtis Mayfield wash over you. We hope you are having a great Thursday. It's Chad and Zay on this Thursday after Valentine's Day. Hope you, hopefully you've recovered. Maybe you're getting some of those discounts for a little weekend uh, prep on your Valentine's Day. It's always a good way to do it if you are super cheap like I am. Uh, lots of stuff on the board today. Real quick finish up on the XFL discussion in Houston. Thanks to one of our listeners who texted. We got a local product that is on that Houston Roughnecks team. Davion Davis from Hutto. Zay is on that team. I didn't realize. I saw his name and that he went to Sam, but I didn't make that connection. That is my bad. Shout out to the Hippo crew. Uh, Number 81, wide receiver out of Sam Houston is Davion Davis. So we wish him and the Houston Roughnecks good luck getting the season started. Orlando at Houston, 730 ESPN and FX. I'll be peeking in a little bit, hoping that that XFL can actually get going. Remember, they weren't playing bad football in 2020. It's COVID that took them out in 2020. There was actually some pretty good stuff going on there. I hope we'll see it again. All right, we know there's always good stuff with this guy. We rearranged a couple of our Horns247.com guests because they were working hard this week covering Texas baseball and some other things. So let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline, and we will talk to Chip Brown of Horns247.com, the flagship podcast, the morning brew article each and every day for you and he is at chip brown 247 if you are following along chip how are you sir what's going on fellas man oh, man oh man everything is going on and i know you were a busy guy yesterday we appreciate you rearranging your schedule uh to uh to accommodate us but you guys were over there checking out this longhorn baseball team they're about to get started with uh three sec tests up in arlington let's go ahead and start there what were your takeaways yesterday from coach pierce and uh, and the baseball crew yeah i mean i think this team is a total um blank slate you know in terms of what to expect i mean i think texas fans should definitely channel down their expectations from the last two years of going to omaha um when they had an established pitching rotation and uh and guys you know who are capable of dominating um on the mound this this year you're you're looking at lucas gordon who you know, did a nice job as the number three starter last year. Um, you know, but you're you're going to see you know Zane Morehouse um, and and a whole bunch of <clears throat> guys in that rotation who who just haven't done it yet, and and so that's exciting and nerve wracking for fans because. Um, you know, you obviously build confidence as you do it. And so uh, David Pierce said, you know, the goal is to start off good and finish great. And 
you know, he said, look, we lost 100 home runs from last year. We're, we're going to be a different hitting team. We may have to, you know, move guys over, bunt to move guys over and, um, and do the little things until uh, they, you know, settle in and see who's comfortable uh, at the plate. But, you know, Pierce identified Dylan Campbell as definitely the leader of the, the position players and said the outfield is going to be the strength of the team with Dylan Campbell and Eric Kennedy uh, leading the way there. So, you know, it's, it's going to be fun to watch this team grow, but also David Pierce changed out his entire coaching staff. I mean, you yep. cannot underestimate or sorry, overestimate um, what Troy Tulowitzki meant to this team as, as a volunteer assistant coach who's, you know, moved on his wife, they're having a baby and it was time for him to, to get home and, and take care of the fam. And, uh, I, I imagine he'll be back in, uh, in the game in no time, but, um, you know, new, new, uh, new staff for David Pierce. So there's a lot of culture that he's had to re reinstill even with his own coaching staff. So, um, you know, don't he said don't judge this team after one week, and that's probably good advice considering the SEC opposition they're going to face in uh, Arlington. Yep. Yeah, Chip, it's going to be hard for Horn fans to come down to reality because a lot of those fans have property in Omaha with how much Texas <laughs> goes up there. So uh, that's going to be tough. But like you said, with over 100 home runs being missed this season, you know Ivan Melendez is one of those key guys that they're not going to have this year. Is there anybody in this lineup that, could you, uh, that you see could take that next step of really being the star on this team and getting Texas to be in rank? than what we're used to seeing down to 40. Yeah, I mean, you know, in addition to Dylan Campbell, who we've seen, you know, come through and, and make plays um, and hit home runs for this team, and he'll probably be, you know, in the two or three spot. Um, I thought it was interesting that David Pierce, uh, you know, said that he thinks uh, a guy who could surprise is, is Porter Brown. Um, you know, he thinks that, uh, that Porter Brown is a guy who can, um, you know, take his game to a high level offensively. And, and so when I, you know, asked for a, a name that could surprise, um, he, he said Porter Brown, who's, you know, going to play outfield and DH, he's a, you know, transfer from TCU. So, um, you know, keep your eye on number four, Porter Brown. Mm-hmm. Tell you something else you want to keep your eye on there, Chip, is uh, old number nine at first base because they're going to trust a Walkshahatchee kid to run it at first base. No worries. What, what's everybody concerned about? I, I, I'm, oh, I'm a, you, you know I'm following that story. Jared <laughs> Thomas at first base? Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Freshman. Let's go. So freshman and freshman at first and third, correct, Ooh. Chip? That's big. Yeah, and and he's a lefty. Jared Thomas is a lefty, so you got you got some more lefties in the lineup. Porter Brown's a lefty um, in that in that batting lineup. So um, there you go. You got a couple of a couple of guys to keep an eye on. A couple of newcomers.
Yeah. If you're good enough, you're old enough. Old enough, that's right. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chip, you mentioned the pitching uh, briefly, but we know Lucas Gordon's going to be starting Friday, Zane Morehouse Saturday, and Travis uh, Seely Sunday. Obviously, that's not going to be set in stone, and Coach Pierce will definitely be altering that throughout the season based on production and lack thereof. But is there anybody else that could be put in this rotation or anybody in the bullpen that we need to be looking out for? Because we know at the end of the day, if you can't get guys out, then it could be a long year. Yeah, I mean, I think that the the guy that kind of – uh, jumped out at me when I asked Lucas Gordon that same question, Zay, was um, Chris Stewart. And and Chris Stewart is built like a – I mean, he's just – he's built like a football player is what he's built yeah. like. Um, and, you know, they just talk about his nastiness, his intimidation factor, and um, – when I said, you know, who's got the, the temperament to, to be the closer, um, he didn't hesitate and, and said Chris Stewart. So I think this is, uh, this is going to be, you know, he's 230 pounds. He's six feet and 230 pounds. I mean, he literally is a linebacker. Hmm. Um, and he's coming in from San Jacinto, and he's a lefty, and – and so, number 42, Chris Stewart, I think, is a guy who's going to uh, be an interesting guy to watch. Yeah, that San Jack program's legendary at that level, too. Texas baseball fans know about that. Texas baseball getting an SEC taste at the beginning of the year again uh, up in Arlington, taking on, let me see if I've got the order right, Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee. Is that right, Chip? Do I have that order right? Yeah. 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 Uh, all those games uh, we will have for you here uh, on on the Horn or, or uh, AM 1260, depending on what's going on with basketball. We'll get that all lined up for you. We're talking with Chip oh, Brown. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Arkansas, Missouri, Vanderbilt. Missouri, Vanderbilt. I'm sorry. I said Tennessee. I, I had the state right, but I didn't have the team right. Uh, it might even be worse news because Vanderbilt is, uh, is a really good baseball team, obviously. Um, talking with Chip Brown. Horns247.com. Check out all their great work there, which obviously would include not only the baseball team but chip this basketball team trying to bounce back from what happened in lubbock what did you make of that where are you with this team now they're kind of in an area of the schedule you might call must win if they're trying to really get up uh you know get up to a two seed or maybe even a one seed obviously a slip in lubbock what do you think uh, about this team right now yeah i mean you gotta you gotta handle your business these next two home game against oklahoma who's had some good wins here recently. Iowa State, we know, um, has been a really tough out this season. And then you're at Baylor, which is now tied with Texas and Kansas atop the Big 12 after their sluggish start to the season. Um, and we know TCU had a had an 18-point lead on Texas in Austin, and Texas has to go to TCU on March 1st and then finish up against Kansas. So this is... You know, this is a really rigorous stretch, and they've got to win these next two games. I mean, veteran team, you're playing on your home floor. Uh, Saturday at 1, you got Oklahoma, uh, a team that Texas went down to the wire with uh, up in Norman, and it was an impressive win up there. But they're, uh, they're, you know, they're playing with more confidence now. And then 
you know, Iowa State on Tuesday. So, you know, those are two games I look for, for Texas and that veteran team to, to handle. If they, if they don't, then, you know, you're starting to wonder if they're hitting a wall at the wrong time of the season. You want to be peaking right now, um, you know, as you're heading into, into late February and into March. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that, Chip. And these next five games are going to be huge. But I know you've definitely heard about Chris Beer and those charges being dismissed and all. And, you know, Rodney Terry's doing a hell of a job. You saw him with Ron Holland a couple of days ago down in Duncanville, securing that, you know, just recruitment process of making sure Ron Holland is still committed. Where are you at just with all of that situation, Coach Terry, how he's doing, and, you know, the charges being dismissed with Coach Beer? Yeah, and, you know, people were kind of wondering, well, is Beard going to sue for wrongful termination now that the charges were dropped? And Texas officials fully expected the charges to be dropped after uh, Beard's fiance released that statement on December 23rd, basically saying, you know, I don't think Beard intentionally tried to hurt me and and he may have been acting in self-defense and all of that, they, their issue was it took her 11 days to come up with that statement. And why wasn't she down at the jail that morning saying to anyone who would listen, Hey, this was a misunderstanding, you know? So, um, and there's very little chance Beard would have any success suing Texas because, um, public institutions in Texas are protected by sovereign immunity, which gives them immunity from most, um, causes that would be filed in a lawsuit so you know I, again it's it's more of a a jerk on the emotions of the players and it's more for Rodney Terry to manage emotionally with this team um although it's cool that Brock Cunningham said today he'll be back for a sixth year oh my year. God. I mean that's great he's uh he's I love watching that guy and he's become a a key player for them in late game situations uh, with his hustle and, and his ability to hit threes this year. So, um, you know, Rodney's done a great job and, and now you want to see him, you know, hit the gas here at the end because they've had such a, a great run up to this point. Um, but it's any coach will tell you it's about what you do in March and it's about what you do in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, they just, they've got to, make sure that they're peaking going into that and um and we'll see we'll see how they handle it chip before we let you go i had a football question for you i was so glad to hear that uh texas and oklahoma are going to be going to the sec uh, in 24 so you're not having to cover two more big 12 media days it's just one more big 12 media day in football but i did want to know one of the big questions for me is how this is going to set up moving forward are you hearing anything on the eight versus nine conference games and if the sec is willing to go to nine conference games and then you know obviously trying to figure out who will texas play every year and how do you orient the schedule and all of that any any updates that you're hearing yeah i mean i all indications are that it they're leaning toward the nine game schedule which would allow for three permanent annual opponents and then you rotate the other six and and i think texas is you know three are going to be a&m oklahoma and arkansas and that's you know that's great for the history and the tradition um 
you know, if you, you look at those uh, schools, um, you know, that's, those are going to be high interest games. And, and so, you know, I think that's where this thing is headed. Obviously there's still time. Then the question becomes, okay, would Texas and A&M play on Thanksgiving or would A&M stick with its, you know, SEC tradition now of playing LSU on, you know, that Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. So um, I think that's where it's headed, Chad. That's good. Yeah, I think that's where it should be headed. I, yeah, my only fear is I, I don't want the SEC to continue that eight conference game thing because that just it enables too many of those matchups we don't want to see. Chip, we got to get rid of that November weekend where the SEC yeah, the is fight. the right the pillow weekend where they're where Wofford and Chattanooga and all that mess come in. That they got to get rid of that if Texas and OU are going to show up. Hopefully, they can stop that. Yeah, I totally agree, and I think ESPN wants the nine-game schedule because that allows for <clears throat> that allows for more of the the great matchups that everyone wants to see, um, and allows for the three annual common opponents as opposed to the the one plus seven uh, model where you only have one annual op- opponent uh, and you rotate the other seven. So. Um, I think the arrows are pointing toward that nine-game conference schedule. That'd be fantastic. And for those that missed it, uh, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey's talking about in the next three months we might find out how that's all going to lay out. So maybe it's by you know April, May of this year we actually get to find out kind of how things will be oriented. Chip Brown, Horns247.com. Head on over there for the very latest on all things Longhorn. Check out the flagship podcast. Check out the Morning Brew article. He is at Chip Brown two. Four, seven. Chip, we always appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the start of that baseball season, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. All right, fellas. Thanks, Chip. Yes, sir. Good stuff, as always. Lots of different uh, angles uh, to hit with the Longhorns right now. Also, want to remind you, speaking of the Horns 24-7 crew, the Longhorn Blitz podcast with Jeff and Rod and Matt tonight at 8 o'clock. we got Longhorn Weekly with Coach Terry at 7, talking hoops. Longhorn Blitz at 8, and a special edition of Soccer Matters at 9 o'clock tonight. We had to move that because of the Monday basketball game. So for you soccer freaks, tonight at 9, and you can always catch that on Horn F. FM.com on the podcast pages as well. Speaking of shows that you may want to catch, we told you yesterday about Wednesday Night Flex with the Flex crew. We had Zach Lucero on to preview it for you. They talked to three different guests, including Westlake's Tony Salazar. You'll hear from Coach Salazar coming up talking about those walk-ons that Westlake has produced lately to the University of Texas and kind of the mindset that they have. And We'll tell you where you can hear that entire uh, Flex show. So stay with us. It's a busy Thursday. Isaiah's got Where We At in Society coming up at 145. And at 2 o'clock, we will go album review. I'm reviewing a Method Man record. Zay's going to tell you what he thinks of Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Don't move. This is the horn. This one's coming out of outer space. I like this. Very nice. 
Got all kinds of good effects going on this. You're going back to the 70s on this one? Oh, yeah. It's a group? Yep. They're not too big, but... Not too big? They're big enough. Not too big, but big enough. I'm going to... I mean, the sound of it just makes me think of Parliament Funkadelic, so... No. It's got a P-Funk feel. Ohio Players. Oh, okay. It's very specific. Mr. Mean. Is that what LeBron's folks were listening to back in the day? Maybe. The Ohio Players, you said? Yeah. Ohio Players. That's good sound. Great sound. That nice wah-wah at the beginning and all that good stuff. All right. My robot's on point right now, Chad. You see me on YouTube right now. I'm killing it. (laughs) (laughs) Go back. Go back on YouTube and check out Zay's robot. That's how we'll get people on the YouTube page. That That's how it'll work. By the way, if you want to subscribe to the YouTube page, at The Horn Austin, youtube.com slash at The Horn Austin. We're up to 713 subscribers. Thank you for subscribing. We're getting all the shows up there for you, the videos. If you missed the Wednesday Night Flex show, we're about to play you a little clip from it, but if you want to hear the entire Wednesday Night Flex show with uh, Zach Lucero, Cameron Parker, uh, head coach Tony Salazar of Westlake, Brady, uh, Brady, Brody Bueno, uh, the talented linebacker out of Hutto, and uh, Garen Duncan, the receiver from Dripping Springs. They were all on the show last night. Full show at uh, the. You can check the full show out on the YouTube page. Right now, though, let's get you the flex segment. We'll get you a little bit from Coach Salazar. If you're a Longhorn fan, I think you're going to like this one. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Obviously, when we talk about flex, we talk about a lot of different types of sports, but also different you know levels of athletes. There's going to be you those four and five star athletes that are headed to big D one programs and getting the full rides and all of that. But also, we tell you about guys that are going to more mid level schools, guys that are going to smaller schools, athletes that are going to all different schools, and we're just hoping they get those opportunities. There are also opportunities on the walk on side of things. And uh, last night, uh, the guys got a chance to talk to Tony Salazar of Westlake, and our man Cameron Parker asked him a question about walk-ons from Westlake that have ended up helping out UT. Interesting back and forth here. Check it out. You just mentioned you know those kids that have gone from Westlake to the NFL and D1. It's well documented, the pipeline that you have going on, Coach, but what's equally as impressive to me is the number of walk-ons that come from Westlake, and two guys in particular, Bryce Chambers and Michael Taft. And I want to get to Michael Taft here in a second, but I want to ask you about Bryce and all these kids because there's probably a handful of players that they spurn playing time at a program to come to a program such as maybe Texas, right, and find a way to make playing time even though they know that it's going to be an uphill battle. I'm just curious, you know, what is it about Westlake that brings players like this? Because I imagine as a PWO, you have to have not only humility, but you got to have hunger that is rare to find in athletes this day. You know, that's that's a good question. I think – I'll go back to kind of, you know, and I'll use obviously my experiences with, with Mookie and Michael Taft and, and Michael Taft and obviously and Bryce and, and the Chambers family that have been through Texas for a while now. You know, I think what our kids at Westlake enjoy is, is they enjoy going and empowering another football team, another program, the concept of winning. <laughs> and, and that may sound cliche or simple, but it's, I really think that our kids know that 
they understand the formula and the work that it takes to win. And they're confident enough to be able to express those views and obviously the, the attributes of a winner to another football team. And I think that's what Mookie Taft brought to the University of Texas was a guy that would not be denied. Every, if you're if you're gonna you know if we're gonna run a, a rep of a of a gasser cross from one side of the field to the other side of the field, and they're looking for who finishes first, Moogie Task gonna try to finish first. And if you don't finish first, he's gonna tell you about it. He's gonna ask you how come you didn't finish first. If you were a five star player and you didn't finish first, and I'm gonna walk on to University of Texas, how do you think that makes that five star feel? That's Moogie Task. That's a, that's what leadership looks like, and we try to ingrain that in every single one of our kids. And I think uh, Chambers. I think he said, uh, you know, an awesome quote at the end of his uh, his signing day the other day as a PWO was, you know, he's going to try to find a, a role on the team, find a find a role on the team where he can hopefully, you know, teach the rest of his teammates how to how to win, and uh, what those what that looks like with his work ethic, with his obviously dedication, obviously with the execution that he does on the field, and and I think that's that's what he wants to be. He's part of a team, part of a team that knows how to win, and a part of a team that understands the obviously the. The, the many steps that it takes to be successful in college football. Coach Tony Salazar last night on the Wednesday Night Flex Show. Again, check out the whole thing on the YouTube page uh, at FLXATX on your socials. We'll tell you about a couple other local products here in just a second. But, Zay, cool to hear the coach talk about it. Michael Taff, uh, Longhorn fans, uh, I've already seen him rocking the 36, and now Bryce Chambers coming in to help out. But that's a great point that Cameron made in the question. Sometimes, I mean, these guys could have other opportunities, but deep down, Especially, you could understand it, right? Being over at Westlake, being right here in the area, the idea of going and wearing that burn orange and just being a part of it—that's a big deal. It is a big deal, and if you're Steve Sarkeesian, going right down the street to Westlake, one of the most historic, best programs in Texas football history, and plucking guys out of there to help your program, whether you give them a scholarship or not, they're gonna be productive. Just like what we see with Michael Tav, who's mm-hmm. earned a scholarship and started off as a walk-on. We know how good he was at Westlake. His biggest highlights probably intercepting Quinn Ewers in that state championship game with one hand. So he's going to be a part of that really deep, really stacked safety class that is over there with Blake Gideon and Pete Kwiatkowski. So, yeah, Coach Salazar, he's done a hell of a job there uh, taking over. And, yeah, great interview with Cam and Zach yesterday. Yeah, solid stuff. Check that show out. I'm going to go check out some more of those interviews as well because I am a fan of Garen Duncan's, uh, the receiver at Dripping Springs. He was fun to watch last year. And and Brody Bueno, uh, a great young man as well. So they had some good interviews last night. Also, uh, don't have a number yet on Bryce Chambers because they'll get practice started here soon. If you missed that, how about March 6th? Longhorn fans, we now know that start. The countdown, it now has another number. We're 18 days till Texas spring practice. If you think you're going to go crazy without football, 18 days till spring practice, just 58 games, uh, 58 days till the spring game, 70 even till the NFL draft, and the Texas Longhorns' first game is only 198 days away. It's child's play. We'll get there. We'll get there together. Football never dies around here. Clean cut, Quinn Ewers. We're locked in. That's right. Quinn Ewers got a haircut. We're locked in. Ready to go. Uh, also, as long as we're here in the flex segment, let's give a couple other uh, local kids some love here, Zay. A couple of 24 guys. So remember, of course, class of 24, that makes you a senior coming up this next football season. How about this? We've been talking about Will Hammond for a little while. Uh, Will Hammond is the quarterback out there in Hutto, 
and Will was a talented junior this last year. He'll be a senior this year, and he tweeted out that he's blessed to have earned an offer from Oklahoma State. Okay. How about that? I forgot Tim Rattay was their new quarterbacks coach, too. He threw him in the tweet as well. Congratulations to Will Hammond uh, for that. And then, Zay, we've been talking about this guy from time to time, but we really are going to need to make sure we remember this kid's name. Uh, Out in Copper's Cove, there is an offensive tackle named Michael, and the last name is U-I-N-I. I'm assuming that's Uini. But we're going to learn how to say it. Uni, Uini, whatever it is. He says, I am blessed and honored to have received my 37th offer from the University of Arkansas. So he's pretty good. So he's an offensive tackle. He apparently is an, is in the ESPN 300 already. And Sam Pittman thinks he might be able to be a hog. That tells me a little something. Yeah. 37 offers. That must be nice. Pretty good. Can you imagine? Go go back in time, Zay. Can you imagine you being the high school version of you? You're playing ball and 37 different places. Said Zay, just come play hoops for us. Oh, I don't think my ego could handle that. That's why I'm not very good. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, that's why I was blessed with zero skill because <laughs> God knew my ego would not be able to handle that. Uh, a little basketball yep. flex throwing at you, Chad. All right. Drippin' Springs and Anderson are going to play for fourth place either tomorrow or Saturday. I'm sure. I don't know when that game's going to come out, but that's going to be to get in the playoffs. Both of those teams are tied for fourth place in 26-6A. So whoever wins that game, unfortunately, will have to play against Coach Thompson's team and Stony Point. And Stony Point. Yeah. I think I might be able to help you there because our guy Jack Farrell, I believe, calls the Anderson games. I think it – I think it's tomorrow at seven. Okay, right over here at Westlake. Okay, perfect. I believe. If, and Jack, if you're listening right now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I have all those things lined up. That that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that is correct. I'm gonna double check my phone as we're talking here, but uh, yeah, that is big. Um, let me just double check because I'm pretty. He was. We were talking about it earlier in the week trying to get stuff scheduled and everything. There's seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anderson and Dripping play in game to see who gets the final playoff spot. It's tomorrow at Westlake at 7 o'clock. I've known Coach Thompson at Stony Point for a very long time as we, we've talked to him on these airwaves. If I know him, he's going to be full team deep at Westlake scouting them tomorrow and have his whole squad there. Do you going to bring everybody? Watching, yes, watching that game, watching Dripping Springs versus Anderson because they know they got to play them next week. They should all march in in like matching uniforms. <laughs> They should all march in in their the letter, uniforms. Yeah, or Letterman jackets. Either or. Letterman jackets would be good. Either or, but somebody on Stony Point going to be at that game scouting. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. That'd be a good intimidation factor. Oh, yeah. I like that. We're here to check, we're here to check y'all out. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, right after you win that game and you're feeling good about yourselves, you look up at that stands, you see Josiah Mosley, the three-star <laughs> six seven. That you got to guard and worry about stopping next week. Could be a little tough. That could be tough. Could be tough. All right, flex segment every show at 1.30. Uh, FLX ATX on your social media. And again, if you've got stories like that, if you've got kids that are, you know, you know of kids at your school that are getting offers, looking for offers, make sure they are tagging flex at FLX ATX. And we'll make sure to get all those stories 
out there and go check out the Wednesday Night Flex show on the YouTube page. Up next, where are we at in society? Zay will let us know. And coming up at 2 o'clock, let's start talking some albums. I listened to a Method Man record. Zay listened to Guns N' Roses. And we're going to give you our feelings coming up at 2 on the horn. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Oh, here we go. She does indeed have legs. ZZ Top. Gotta love it. Saw the 50th anniversary tour. ZZ Top. Really? A couple years ago. Yeah, never seen them live. They were very, very good. Yeah, they're good Texans. They are really good Texans. Out of the Houston area. They had a, was it a song or an album called Heaven, Hell, or Houston? It might have been, it might have been <laughs> both. Is, yeah, so great. Great mixture of just the blues influence that started them out. They, they brought in a kind of pop rock vibe to it during this period, but always so cool. Always had that good sense of humor about it. Rest in peace to the great Dusty Hill, uh, as one of them is now gone. But I am reading that they're actually going to be back on tour where Billy Gibbons and uh, Frank Beard and others are going to be out there paying tribute to, uh, to Dusty and ZZ Top, so best of luck to them getting back out there on the road. ZZ Top, Ohio players, Cindy Lauper, and the Eagles all represented on today's show. Chad and Zay with you on this Thursday. Lots of great stuff coming in on the Specs text line, 337-3776. Before we get to where we at, Zay has mentioned this briefly. We talked a little bit about, obviously we talked about Zay's father on the show, legendary basketball coach, CeCe Collier. Um, and now retired. How's retirement going? Is he enjoying it? Oh, yeah. He's not freaking out and going to everybody's games and coaching random people? Nope. He's okay. not that guy. He's chilled he's out. Playing a lot of golf. He's got it out of his system. Yes. That's good. Oh, he's golfing now. Oh, he's golfing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he ever yeah. golf or did he just pick he's it up? He's always golf. Okay. He's right. always golf. Now he's, now he's real good at it. Yeah, I bet. now it, no, he's always been pretty good, <laughs> but now it's serious. Now he's focusing yeah, in. Yeah, now he's yeah. locked in. Right, I bet he is. All right, so shout out to CeCe and his golf game. Also, we've mentioned Zay's father-in-law at times on the show because our man Kevin does listen to the show. Yeah, shout out to Kev. Shout out to Kevin. Big Kev. And Kevin is a tennis freak like myself, and Kevin knew, I don't know how long ago that was, he let us know, maybe a year ago, months ago, but let us know that at one point he got to hit with Stan Smith and got to name drop, and I thought it was cool as hell. But now... Your mother-in-law has sent us a video of your father-in-law hitting with Stan Smith? Yeah. So he got to do what he wanted to do. This is in Hilton Head, right? Yes. He got to go to Hilton Head, South Carolina. He took these, these, these classic wood rackets, and he's got video of Stan Smith hitting with the wood racket. 
It's pretty dope. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty dope. I know Stan Smith's one of his idols and guys he's always watched, and him being a big tennis guy, this is huge for him. So happy that he got to do that and, yeah, tell you about because he's also a big fan of you, so y'all share that bond of, you know, kind of being athletic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Kevin's way more Thank athletic you. than me. Yeah, yeah I, I can both relate to that. I appreciate you at least saying the word athletic yeah. in that description somewhere. Yeah, I, I think I'd be so nervous if I hit with Stan Smith, everything would go over the fence. I don't know if I could keep anything in. I think I'd be flipping out. Yo, that, I'm just hyped that Kevin's rocking the Stan Smith Adidas. Those are legendary. Heck yeah. That's, and kind of has to do with our where we are in society. Oh, topic. I like that. There we go. That's a good tie-in. All right, so uh, we'll get to some album discussion coming up at 2. We have mentioned the Chris Beard charges have been dropped and getting Longhorn fans' responses to that. We talked about the DeMar Hamlin story with the jacket. It's silly as hell. Let's hope it's over, but we did mention that. Now let's go where we at in society and see what Zay's got for us. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, we're talking shoes or what's going on? Yes, we are talking shoes. Okay. A interesting new fashion shoe that has taken over the world. <laughs> the Mischief Big Red Boots. That's ah. going They're trying to sell these things for 350. $350 a $350 pair? $350 a pair okay. for this big ass boot that looks like a huge clown shoe. Mm-hmm. It looks like they are too big for anybody who wears them. Right. Even if Shaq put them on, they would look awkward. But first time I saw them was a couple of weeks ago. Shay Gildress Alexander, the all-star for the Oklahoma City Thunder, he was rocking them when he was walking in to the arena. You and know, I've sent you multiple pictures of other celebrities wa- rocking them. Lil Wayne. Okay. I don't know who this girl is, but she looks interesting and popular. She's uh, rocking them. Yeah, I don't know so, who so that is either, but she looks... So they're unisex, too. Okay, all right. As you can see. Uh, okay, I see Shay Gill. Just, you, know the, you know the first place I saw him? Where'd you see him? WWE. Really? Seth Rollins was wearing them last week or two weeks ago, and they brought him out as a guest on Miz TV, and Miz asked him what the heck they were, and yeah, he was, he was rolling with those things, too. So I guess it's becoming, uh, it's becoming kind of a big deal. Mischief boots. Are they comfortable? Do we know? I they look really comfortable. They look like the material you'd make Crocs out of. <laughs> and you told and you've told you've told me Crocs are comfortable, right? Yes, they're very comfortable. I'm wearing my Crocs right now very proudly. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at this Seth Rollins clip. He did a sweet shin music with the mischief boot. Yes. That's what he hit Miz with, I think. Oh, Miz might be out for months. <laughs> yeah, or it was the softest kick he's ever received. <laughs> Dude, if they're making those out of that soft croc kind of material, then it, you might not feel it. Yeah, Seth came out. He was looking He was looking pretty good. I didn't realize this was a, a some kind of fashion trend for everybody, though. Yeah, it is. That's um, wild. You think I could get away with some mischief boots? Um, it depends. Somebody else is going to have to pay for them. I'm not dropping 350 on shoes of any kind. Yeah, it's a grip. Now... If I saw some in burnt orange color, maybe. These are all only in red right now? Yeah, I only see okay. them in red. <laughs> yeah. So if somebody gets like a burnt orange color mischief shoe and pays for them, I'd rock them. Would, uh, what's the man in baseball, would Bryce Harper say this is a clown shoe, bro? <laughs> you probably say <laughs> to that. To go with a clown question? Yeah, it definitely looks like Krusty could rock it. Yeah, I. Uh, that's, that's really... Bizarre. But kind of back to what we were talking about with DeMar Hamlin, just... Kids these days. That's how I see it. Like, if this is a new fashion trend, right? then 
I'm sure there were things that I used to rock. I used to rock denim shorts that went way past my knees back in the early 2000s. Mm, like the like the jorts, but like the capri length. Yeah, fire. <laughs> Fire with a big ass white tee. Oh, that's great! And I thought that was legendary. I was killing it out there. It, yeah, that's that is a wild, wild look. Is it? Uh, you said it's unisex. Is it? One, yeah, women can wear them. Is it one size fits all? See, that's the thing too. It looks are like they, it's one size fits all. Are they sized in any way? Because that'd be pretty brilliant if you could come up with something everybody got into. Make them pay three fifty for it. They did, and there's no real sizes. You just stick your foot in this big bucket shoe? That's crazy. And it just, 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 let's just make it where it'll grab their calf. That's all we care about. Who cares if it fits? This is awesome. So you've sent me pictures of Lil Wayne, this actress that we can't identify, and Shay Gilgis Alexander. Yes. It's so, it, the, the shoes are such that – have you, have you seen anyone – They sold out in seven minutes, by the way. <laughs> Wow. Now he's got he's got baggy pants enough where he put the pants around the boot. Yeah, SGA's outfits are different. Like he he's definitely one of those Russell Westbrook, James Harden type of guys. So he's, you he's a different type of cat. You just referenced him a second ago. If Shaq wore them, do you think it would look right? Or would it still look too big? See, I gotta see it on a big mofo. Right? We that's gotta, that's where I'm at. I gotta see it on somebody very large. Like if you put okay, Shaq obviously is tall and big at the same time. He's yeah. the biggest, tallest person I could think of. But even if you put it on a like Matumbo or somebody like that, a seven a Kareem, like it's still gonna look big, probably. But still maybe look goofy. Maybe mm-hmm. not as as but you put that on a really, really like that actress wearing it looks completely silly. <laughs> that looks completely <laughs> silly. Cause she's small, you can tell. She's little, and she's got these big old red shoes on. That's crazy. All right, so yes, the Mischief Boots is what they are. So it's a, I guess the company is M-S-C-H-F. Yeah. Mischief. So it's kind of an acronym, if you will, but it's pronounced Mischief, I guess. These mis- Mischief Boots sold out fast, $350 a piece. If monkey asks this for birthday slash Christmas, you copping them? That's a no. Come on, Pops. That is a no. What you mean? It's what the kids are doing these days. She'd be the freshest one out in Elgin High School. Concert tickets are one thing. <laughs> $350 shoes? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, you know what? This would be a good lesson. This would be one of those lessons where the parent will say, if that is what you want, we are going to develop a plan for you to pay for those. Ah. Not for me to pay for those, because I can't sleep if I pay $350 for a pair of shoes. Can't do it. If she asked me to pay $350 for the shoes she'll wear at her wedding, I'd freak out. Cowboy boots are that pricey? Yeah, I know they are. Boots have gone crazy during my life. When I was boots a little wild. Dude, when I was a little kid, you could buy boots for all kinds of easy numbers. There was nothing too silly. You could probably buy you could probably walk in and buy boots for like 10, 15, 20 bucks. Yo, shout out to our guy Bob Cole down the hall, oh Coke. My God. When Coke Fest was happening and I needed something, I went straight to Bob and said, Bob, ain't no way I'm going to go buy some boots out there. I know you got something for me. And he came through. Yeah? I wear those boots till this day. I love those boots. I love them. Bob Cole boots, the ones he hooked up for me. Go looking out, Bob. And that's another reason why people pay so much for actual boots like that, because if you find the right pair, you'll wear them forever. Yeah. They're going to last for a long time. Like yep. When it gets cold... I put them on yeah. like when it was hitting 15 degrees and stuff because mm. I know my tennis shoes, that hawk be going through my tennis shoes, not the boots. 
No, yeah, you're right. No, it's perfect. People swear by those. I don't know if people be swearing by the mischiefs. Yeah. The tough part to me has got to be, I, I, no matter how much money you make, you drop 350 on those, and the first time you catch them across the room, first time you take them off and then go sit and you're like eating and then you look, and then you know you spent $350 on that, that's got to be sad. Come on, man. There's I, n- Wow. I think they might become a hazard because people are going to be trying doing that Seth Rollins sweet chin music with them. <laughs> you Like a weapon. You will fall over. That'll become now a part of like wrestling gimmicks. People are going to start beating each other with those yeah. boots. I don't know how hard. Don't get kicked by that boot. Yeah, I don't know how hard a material it is. It looks like croc material. It does but, look soft, though. Yeah, it does. If you've uh, if you if you've been around the mischief boots, let us know if it's a soft or hard material. Uh, I will retweet the picture of the attractive actress and not Little Wayne, so everybody can check it out. <laughs> I'm at C Hastings 1049. Zay is at ain't that underscore Zay. I'm retweeting Wayne. You retweet Wayne. I'll, I'll, retweet, re- Wayne. I'll retweet, retweet the uh, the blonde actress. And the station is at the Horn ATX. Maybe y'all can let us know who this actress is. Up next, we'll get you the album reviews. What did I think of the Method Man record? What did Zay think of Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses? We'll tell you next on the Horn.